When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Everyone, I'm back. Uh, you saw me a few days ago, but I'm enjoying doing more and more content this season. And uh, I'm expecting this to be a short 10-15 minute video. There was so much preseason action. I did my draft and spoke about it while talking to Pras three days ago. It was a little loosey-goosey sort of draft. And you know, I've been thinking about it and how thought evolution happens when you're sort of beautiful minding your teams throughout your... We're obsessed managers. We're constantly thinking about FPL. So I just thought where I'd... I talked to you guys about the thought evolution today in terms of where my team is and what my thinking is and uh, talk about a few of the important pointers from preseason. Uh, before we get into it, a quick plug from uh, our sponsors, Fantasy Football Scout. Like you guys know, we've been working with them for the last four years. All the stats that you see on the FPL wire are from the FF Scout members area. It's the best time. They've got a 30% discount happening. They've introduced a new planner. They've done an integration as well. Uh, just become their members and if you are becoming the members, make sure you're clicking on the link in the description below because we're affiliates with them and you clicking down there helps us as well. Speaking of helping us, make sure you're clicking on the like and like and subscribe button. And right, let's dive into it very, very quickly. Brentford versus Brighton. We had two goals, not from the usual suspects. We had the two goals from Adingra. Yes, I was looking there so that I make sure I get the name right. I mean, Brighton's scouting system is just so elite, right? Like, they lose players, but they come up with new ones. They've got an, a young armory of potential bright, hungry stars at the moment, which makes things a little tricky. Uh, we had Ferguson play. We had Pedro, who played 70 minutes, who's currently in my draft. And as a case for Pedro keeps getting stronger and stronger. He looks really good. He looks like a superstar. They spent a lot of money on him. At 5.5 million up front, he could be the enabler we're looking for. But, you know, uh, the striker position as well as the 10 position is going to be between Pedro, Ferguson and Enciso. And maybe Lalana, if you're thinking about that. And then they've got a army of fingers as well. They've got Mitoma, March, who, are, who we think are first choice. And then they've got Adingra, like we mentioned, and Enciso, who are capable of playing on the wings as well. So uh, we have a chat planned with FPL Siegel in the last week before the game week one deadline. So I'm hoping we can answer this because for the more draft to work, I need 
enablers from Brighton to work and they need to exist and they need to be pretty solid. We'll talk about that when we get to the drafts later, but that's what happened in the Brighton game. Estupanan looked attacking as hell. I saw the press conference from Deserbi as well yesterday. An interesting development is he mentioned that he's got 15 to 20 goals as a target for Mitoma in March. That includes Premier League as well as the other European competitions as well. So it's a pretty healthy target for both the Wengers, 15 to 20 goals each. That sort of stuck out to me. And he was asked about Mitoma by a Japanese reporter and he made sure he mentioned March as well. Sort of gives you the indication of first choice, but you never know. I mean, you can read from this what you want to read, right? Uh, Vissa started as center forward in the Brentford team. Again, I'd be very, very surprised by the time game week one arrives if he's not starting at center forward. Again, a great enabler up front at 6 million. They've got Spurs up front who are looking really leaky at the moment. So, you know, Vissa is one of those enablers that's standing out as well. Uh, Palace, I don't know what to talk about them, but keep an eye on a 4.5 million midfielder. Thanks to Ivan, FPL Royzer, who shouted out to me. Uh, Ahmada, he played 90 minutes. He's got a goal and two assists in preseason so far. Just to keep an eye out. Chelsea versus Newcastle. Yes, Jackson. 7 million. Looked electric. Looks really, really good. And uh, Pochettino spoke about how him and Nkuku could play together. So that's one thing that stood out to me. Where Jackson could be a great 7 million placeholder in our teams for a long time to go. It still need more assurance. Reese James was captain, played 65 minutes. Uh, Chilwell played a little. I don't think his position is at threat from Kukurella, who had a quite poor game. And Chilwell, when every time I'm watching him, that man is just built to attack. Like, I have a heavy bias towards Chilwell, so tread with caution, but that's the note from that. United versus Madrid. Bruno Fernandes, interestingly, in this, uh, how we lined up as a front six, uh, we had a midfield of Mount. Casemiro and Menu and Bruno played on the right hand side with Rashford up front and Garnacho on the uh, left. Yes, that's what happened. Uh, Bruno wasn't very involved in the game uh, because he played on the right hand side and this just tells me that Bruno needs to be playing central and him and Mount need to be the two eights and Casemiro needs to be the six. But what's going to happen is... Tenag is the kind of manager who's got plans for different teams, right? So in a certain game where he wants more defensive stability, he can play another sort of defensive midfielder named Fred or Amrabat, whoever happens to be in our team by the time the season comes. And then he can play either Bruno on the wings or the or Mount on the wings. This optionality is something that a manager like Tenag utilizes a lot. Uh, but I want to talk about a few things. Sancho... Good starter season. He's looked really, really sharp throughout preseason. He's found finding a bit of form as the false nine. I don't know how good this is for FPL, and I don't think his minutes are assured. Just know that he looks sharp. And uh, whether or not Rasmus Holland comes into a team, there might be a slight integration period. But just thought you should have this bit of information. Rashford is an even better asset than he was last year. And one thing that stood out for me, which is what Ten Hag mentioned in his press conference, is that... With Mount, what he likes is that Mount playing as an 8 on that side is capable of drifting wide, which leaves spaces inside for Rashford to attack. So Rashford doesn't need to hold the width on that side. He can continue playing an inside forward, which he mentioned on his overlap with Gary, Gary Neville, that that's what he prefers doing. He prefers the inside forward position compared to the striker position because he likes being involved in the game. He likes having more and more touches in the game. Marshall's fit again, a situation to monitor. I expect that if we sell Marshall to one of the Saudi clubs, then we get... 
in addition to Holland, one of an experienced striker as well. Let's see, that's an evolving situation. Arsenal versus Barcelona. I saw bits of this game and I saw highlights of this game. And I immediately removed one player from Arsenal in my team and I got in one player because Bokoya Saka just looks so irresistible. He looks so sharp. And because they had Timber playing uh, on the other side, uh, Timber was playing in the Zinchenko position. The three inside forwards were quite narrow and Saka was quite narrow and his, his game looks like it's just gone up a level. And, you know, I was flirting with the idea of not going without Saka. He looks irresistible. Like the tiredness that was there at the end of last season, no signs of that. I was telling my friends, Baker and Toff and other who I talk FPL regularly, make sure I have Bukayo Saka in my game week one team because I tend to get experimental and there are things you sort of do to think that, oh, you have an Arsenal attacker in the name of Kai, but he's not Bukayo Saka. Bukayo Saka is the best FPL asset. Trossard got two goals and did really well. And the talk on Twitter and everything everywhere around me is that Trossard sort of could be a threat to Martinelli's minutes as well as Kai's minutes because he's capable of playing LCM, he's capable of... And Kai played the left-wing position. That's sort of fluid, right? Uh, I'm personally not worried about Martinelli's minutes just yet because I said he's ready to have a big season. I'm not worried about it just yet, but something to keep an eye on. Now let's talk about where my draft was the other day, right? I mean, I had Vissa up front. Uh, I had Enciso in midfield. Quickly, uh, this, this is the draft I had in the discussion with Pras as well. I had Saliba, Stones, Chilwell, Onana as my keeper. I had Rashford, Salah, Martinelli, Havertz, Enciso, Haaland, and Vissa. Now, what are the loosey-goosey names there, right? Vissa, not really sure. The good thing is that I think Vissa's minutes are secure early on. I'm not too worried about that. But Enciso, there's a little questionable nature about his minutes. I still believe in NCSO as a pick, but I'm like, if I want to do the more thing, and if I want to make this entire thing more secure, and you know, Havertz also has a certain questionability about his expected minutes, and I really wanted Saka. So I started filtering and playing around, and Saliba was a pick I wasn't confident about. And this is where I landed. I landed in a 4-4-2, where my keeper, Steel, by the way, 4.5, had an excellent game. I think we're not far away from him being confirmed as the first choice Brighton keeper. Uh, so this is the draft that I landed where I had Steele as the 4.4 keeper, 4.5 keeper. I had Estupinan who got his way in instead of uh, Saliba and shout out to Alon from FML FPL because he put sense into my head when he was talking on his podcast. You should check that podcast out, my favorite podcast. I don't lie about it. Uh, Estupinan is the only wingback or one of the few wingbacks that attacks aggressively. Like because of the whole inverted wingback role and, you know, people playing in midfield, even Trent is playing in midfield, you don't have many wingbacks whose sole purpose is to just attack, attack, attack. Estupinan is one of them. And because of uh, how attacking Brighton are, we generally forget that they are actually a good defense too. Something I've forgotten because he's 50% owned. But yeah, so this is the 4-4-2 I'm talking about. I've got Estupinan, Chilwell, I just love Chilwell. Stones, uh, yeah, Stones keeps taking a pop from outside the box every time he's playing. And how I foresee this happening is because of the fixtures that City have, even if they don't have really good fixtures. City are going to have so much control in the game that Stones is going to roam around in that sort of trend role, take a pop from outside the box. He doesn't even need to take a pop. He's getting quite creative. He's talking about how he's going to be creative. It's a, it's a position that intrigues me. Uh, and then Gabriel. Uh, Arsenal fans on our Discord who I rely on 
told me they don't need to worry i don't need to worry about gabriel's expected minutes because of the threat from timber etc as well so yeah he's in and again those fixtures look really really good for set pieces for gabriel dogs so what happened in midfield i got rid of kai i got rid of nciso i downgraded nciso to nakamba i put that money into an estupinan and a gabriel and i upgraded kai to saka so i have a 442 that and saka like i mentioned earlier looks irresistible right so the 442 looks like estupinan chilwell gabriel stones martinelli saka sala rashford pedro and holland and i'm very very open to getting rid of sala gimmick too and jumping on the right bandwagon jumping on the right chelsea assets that's where my draft is and what i think in the next two weeks in terms of what thought evolution i'm expecting i'm constantly weighing sala versus no sala unless trent does incredible things in the next two weeks i think i might go without trent but what i'm weighing up is sala without no sala and if i compromise on sala then i get bruno instead of him i get another really good midfielder in place of nakamba i can get a decent benched 4.5 defender i can get a jackson or a gabriel jesus instead of uh pedro so all these small upgrades is it worth the sala captaincy in gaming too is the thought that's playing on my mind and the thought that's playing on my mind is also thinking about the city newcastle game where haland is going to be massively captain haland could easily brace in that game i really waiting to see a first choice 11 preseason game from liverpool and see where we are and constantly i think i'm 65 the sala draft and 35% and no sala draft in terms of where i might land some game week one but yeah this is just a musing video let me know what you think because it's nice to let you guys know just what my thought evolution is what my thinking is how stupid or good it might be i just enjoy talking fpl make sure you're hitting like subscribe to like this video share it on twitter rt on twitter it's the best time to join our discord pros spoke about massive league prizes i mean manager of the month is going to earn the ffs membership every year we got a trophy for the winner of the discord league this lots happening conversation on the discord is popping off in preseason it's a good time to support us on patreon or become a youtube member so that you can uh, get into our discord and chat with us hang with us zof is back from his business trip he was busy the last 10 days i think he's back tomorrow i'm hoping pras zof and i can get a pod in the next 2 3 days could be tomorrow and yeah 13 minutes that's it for now i hope you guys enjoyed this take care let me know what you think and yeah up the fpl Sports Social Podcast Network.